Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we provide the internet with the life hacks they demand. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. And it is officially the end of... Season of Love. (laughs) Yeah, that. Sure. What were you going to say? I don't really know. I I hoped that I would get an ending (laughs) from that start. The end of a season. Like, okay, so it's not winter. <laughs> I do feel like it's kind of the end of holiday season. Like, I feel like Valentine's Day is the cool down after all of the, like, it's the new year and you had Christmas and Thanksgiving and everything and then you hmm. ride into the new year and, I mean, part of it is that my wife's birthday is at the beginning of February, so that's also a, an event to plan and then once you hit Valentine's Day, man... You got months of nothing till you got to ride till Easter, <laughs> folks. It is the end of the NFL season today, though. Oh, there we go. Oh, Are you ready yeah, for some football? That's why I started yeah. singing the football theme song, and you all just mm-hmm. barreled over it. I didn't even well, hear it. Here's the thing, Jeff. <laughs> None of us have anything to say about football. <laughs> what? You're not excited for 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 that Miggles to win? I do think it would be funny if. Philadelphians set fire to their own city a second time. <laughs> well, good news. That's going to happen either way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If the if the Eagles win, they're they're going to demolish the spectrum again, and if the Eagles lose, they're going to do the same thing. Like they greased that's... up all the light poles, people are still going to get to the top of them mm-hmm. and then fall off of them because they're so greasy. <laughs> yep. And then land on the ground and the ground will get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I did hear that a bunch of public schools in Philadelphia closed for the day tomorrow, which is very funny to me. <laughs> it's yeah. it's a snow day, but for drunk people. <laughs> yes, exactly. The buses can't get through because the streets are covered in <laughs> Eagles fans. Honestly, I did have a harder time delivering food when it was a big party day in the college town mm-hmm. where we went than when it was a blizzard. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm mad about football because uh, the only thing I wanted out of the Super Bowl was some special deals on Super Bowl snacks, and the only thing that was on sale was wings, and I didn't want wings, so. Yeah. Football's canceled. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I I always forget that the Super Bowl is happening until the day before, and then I suddenly become a doomsday prepper where I'm like, shit, I need to have everything in my house now. <laughs> Do we have enough ranch dressing? Can we make it through? <laughs> yeah. Will I be able to make my own buffalo chicken dip without having to go out? <clears throat> the answer is yes. Buffalo chicken dip made at home is way better than you get anywhere out. I've never seen it available out. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, like, that seems crazy store. to me. Yeah, they do have it at the grocery store. They have it at every grocery store, though. Nowadays, I guess yeah. So. It's become trendy, yeah. I guess. Yep. Uh, so you say this is the end of the holidays because there aren't any places to go or, like, big plans to make. So yes. I guess you are not considering holidays meaningful or, like, uh, worth uh, worrying about if it's just, like, special foods. Because I'm thinking we got Mardi Gras coming up, St. Patrick's Day... Those, I think, are like a little treat for yourself more okay. than a holiday. It's like, it's a holiday is, like, Mardi Gras is to what I would consider a regular holiday as, uh, like, a little, like, an M&M is to a dessert. <laughs> uh-huh. I, to- I'm not gonna, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna plan my day around it, but yeah. I will be like, oh yeah, today's Mardi Gras, I'll have a little... Oh, donuts, I'll, it's donut day. I'll have a beignet yeah. <laughs> after dinner or whatever. 
to to me, those ones are just like we're in the season of culturally specific party holidays. Oh yeah. So you get like a Lunar New Year. You get like a Mardi Gras. You get like a Saint Patrick's have Lunar Day. New Year? Yeah, it was just like a week or two ago. Yeah. Um, so, but that's the that's the season between Christmas and Jesus Christ Fourth of July Memorial Day. There should be nothing between Christmas and Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, thank you. Cancel Jeff. What about Santa Claus? Mm, he's the other woman. <laughs> Uh, uh, between it's a real love triangle. It kind of is a love triangle between Jesus and Santa and Christmas. And us. If you think about oh, it, oh, and Christmas. Yes. No, that would be a quadrangle. I don't know if it's even though, because there are several songs which mention how much Santa Claus loves and works with Jesus, but there aren't any songs about how Jesus loves Santa Claus. Yeah, somebody should write some songs about Jesus. There's yeah. a lot more songs about how. Uh, Santa likes to screw than there are about how Santa likes to be friends with Jesus. <laughs> but there aren't none, is the thing. I guess so. I mean, there's a lot of songs about how Jesus loves everyone, and I have to uh, believe that Santa falls under that umbrella. Mm, that's true. I guess so. And is he a person? Does he love everyone Santa- biblically? Mm, <laughs> I can't imagine question. he'd do it any other way. <laughs> There are many I think, say that. I think it's funny that before we started recording, we were talking about how to not be offensive on this episode, and then Jeff posited the religious idea that Jesus has had sex with every living being. <laughs> yeah, that's not offensive. Jesus isn't real. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that probably Jesus and Santa are friends. Is that what we started? <laughs> yeah, that would be a great song. <laughs> I posit that they are enemies because I viewed the cartoon uh, from the 90s where they fight that eventually became the TV show South Park. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. The spirit of Christmas. What was that claymation boxing show? Oh, what a stupid idea for a show. MTV was really clutching at straws at one point. I I think it's time for Celebrity Deathmatch to come back. I think we're ready for it. Oh, no. Why? Because now the celebrities would definitely be willing to voice themselves on it. I was going to say the celebrities would just fight each other. You don't need the claymation anymore. Ooh, yeah. Live action Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. They do have to die at the end, though. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway... Uh, Louisa, what have you been up to this week? This week we got a gift from our benevolent overlords at Nintendo. We got a mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct about things for the uh, first quarter? No. I guess just for 2023. It, it was the first Nintendo Direct of 2023, but it does not cover like the first quarter. They said it would be uh, stuff coming out during the first half of 2023, uh, but then, like, the first thing they announced comes out in July, so I don't know. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, man, some of these are quite far away. But uh, I love Nintendo. I'm a real sicko for those Nintendo games, so it's very exciting to see some of these things. Um, The biggest of all, of course, Tears of the Kingdom, which we are expecting in May, and it was very nice to see more footage of that. I'm so excited. Can't believe you do Pikmin 4 dirty like this. I feel like the the better the trailers look for Tears of the Kingdom, the more I think it's not going to be good. See, (laughs) I would agree, but I felt that way about Breath of the Wild. I was very nervous. I 
fully believe that game wasn't going to be very good before it came out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I felt like the trailers for Breath of the Wild really undersold it, and then when I came out when it came out, I was like, oh fuck yeah, this is great. And the fact that they're really overselling this one makes me be like, uh oh. Hmm. I, I think that because it's been delayed so much, and it's the sequel to the most beloved Nintendo game maybe ever made, that mm-hmm. they can't possibly like they know that they that if they beef it it's a it's bad yeah yeah i but think i agree they do that all the time though they're always like people will be like <laughs> oh man this is the best metroid game just make more of this nintendo and then the next six metroid games are like but what if in this one it's a first person shooter what if in this one it's a puzzle game like Stop it, Nintendo! Fucking give us more of the good one! Right, that makes sense. But then when they did make Metroid 5, it rocked out loud. It took 20 years, but it was good. (laughs) I just don't trust that Nintendo is going to give us more of the thing we like and not this time. Like, the final reveal trailer for Zelda, the the new Zelda game, is going to be like, and in this one... It's a match three puzzle game. You're welcome, oh, everyone. God, that sounds so good. I want that. <laughs> oh, Jeff, you're the only Jeff. one who likes this. <laughs> yes. There were uh, a couple <laughs> trailers for games I hadn't heard of in this direct that are like, so you're in a world where you're the only hero. I'm like, okay, interesting. And then it's like, you will make card decks to arrange. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm not yeah. playing this game. That's you're not going to play Batch and Kaitos? That's extremely uh, a Louisa type game. <laughs> You get a card for an apple, and if it stays in your inventory for more than a few real-life days, it turns into a card for a rotten apple. Delightful. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) Uh, The one trailer that I had to skip forward through was the one for that, like, maracas-shaking game. Samba de Amigo? People are so pumped for that. They kept talking about it, and I was like, I get it. (laughs) There's nothing to this game. You don't have to keep (laughs) telling me about it. I get it. No, people are real sickos for Samba de Amigo. It's weird. Why? It's probably fun. I don't know. (laughs) Seems like it might be fun. The trouble with Nintendo Directs is there's um, some big things that I always really want to see. There's a lot of small things I didn't know about I'm excited to look at. And even if they don't look good, I'm like, oh, well, now I know about that game. But there are also the big franchises I don't care about, like Splatoon, which got like Mm -hmm. six or seven minutes of this Direct all to itself about new areas that I don't care about. Yeah, that was real rough. (laughs) You're not excited to go back to Inkopolis, the famous location from Splatoon 1 and 2? (laughs) I've never, I've never played even one second of uh, of Splatoon, and I am happy that there are people who like it, but a lot of the time I feel like Nintendo is solving for a problem that I don't have, where they're like, we know how much you love playing with strangers online. Mm-hmm. We want to make all of your experiences that, because we know that it's your favorite thing. I hate that! Everyone hates that. Does anyone like oh, that? Oh, no, a lot of people like that. Splatoon's very popular <laughs> as their, like, one games-as-service type series. Yeah, Ugh. I just... I'm never... They... I I feel like there was a long time in video game history where all of the focus was on, like, the single-player experience because the internet wasn't. And now, I feel like everything has gone the other way where every game is like, hey, listen, we know you want to play this 80-hour Elden Ring RPG, but we do need to put the opportunity for strangers on the internet to be shitty to you in there also, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Nintendo uh, prevents that better than anyone else, though. 
at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I'm... Um, can we talk for ten minutes about Fashion Dreamer? I have a lot of <laughs> things. As soon as minutes. Okay. When I tuned in, because I, of course, I set an alarm, it didn't go off, so I forgot that the mm-hmm. direct had started, so I tuned in at 5.05, it started at 5, and uh, it was in the middle of that fashion one, and I'm like, oh shit, this looks exactly like a phone game that's going to steal I know, all the Pikmin 4. Yeah, I don't care about that. Uh, I love... I love that there are people for whom Fashion Dreamer will, will be their is. favorite game out of this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, people who are four years old and they just got a Switch. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But it's so great, like, for all that video games are, you know, so getting so advanced and futuristic, there is a market for just people who want to play with paper dolls more. Yeah. I that's great. I agree, but I also really like that Nintendo is still like innovating in the toy space. Yes, I like, like that too. Over Christmas, I got for my niece and nephew that Mario Kart that you play with real Mario Karts. Oh yeah, and you set up the track <laughs> in your living room, and the carts have a little camera, and it like overlays all the stuff onto your home. It rocked. It was so fun to sit there in like my parents' nice. B&B that they just got with all of their, like, inheritance money. Not because they saved or earned it, because we're middle class. Um, but, like... <laughs> they got it from go- Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. No, they inherited it, because uh, <laughs> my grandma and her very miserly husband uh, both passed within the past couple of years. And mm-hmm. I'm not it's sad about it. Don't house. worry. Um, okay. Uh, well, you're you know, happy for your little, loss? A little sad. <laughs> not, like... Uh, okay. I'm not actively grieving. Like, she was a very old lady. It was not sudden or tragic. Keep it light, Jeff. Keep it light. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, like, they have a bed and breakfast, so there's, like, a lot of floor space. The kids came up with my brother from from Florida. I They opened that. They were like, whoa, cool. Then, of course, uh, we had to spend three hours downloading the software and charging the carts. <laughs> mm-hmm. But after that, it was really fun because you could, as a person, like, invade, just, like, be a big monster in their Mario Kart If you're track. losing, you just kick the other person's cart across the room. <laughs> you could, like, go in and, like, and, like put your face down near the Mario Kart and on their screen they'd be like, ah, it's a big face. <laughs> you know, that type That's of fun. And they're like, Labo is... Labo? Labo? I don't know. Oh, yeah. is that that cardboard Yeah, the one, one where you make yeah, robots yeah. out of cardboard? That stuff would be like... I would go... I almost want to get that now as an adult who doesn't... What? Yeah, I was about to say, can we talk about how having nieces and nephews is great because you can buy all the toys you wish you right? had and not feel bad about it? Oh, man. It rocks. Yeah. Uh, I know corporations aren't your friends, but the thing I've always liked about Nintendo is they don't feel like they're too cool for anything. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it bothered me in the Pokemon game that you have to make fucking sandwiches. I'm like, yeah, kids would love this. I'm making a dumb sandwich. They put effort in this game into a sandwich mechanic that (laughs) barely works. I'm feeding my my motorcycle dog dragon a sandwich so it gets more superpowers. (laughs) It's very weird how much of that game of making the sandwich involves like, aiming. (laughs) The fact that you drop the top of the bread from, like, a foot above it and yeah. it bounces a little bit and slides sideways is amazing. The best part Why? is, you don't even need the top. If you throw it away, your sandwich is exactly as effective. It's just yeah. there to mess you up. It's so insane. 
that someone was like, we need to put a mini game in here that has to represent making a sandwich. We'll make it a game where you have to aim and drop things instead of like cooking mama or whatever. I just don't understand. Oh, I love it. It's very good. <clears throat> Uh, the new Dead Cells expansion looks like it's going to kick ass. Oh, yeah. Says me and Jeff, and Louisa doesn't care about it. I, every time I see that Dead Cells is still being supported, I'm like, I should go back and play more Dead Cells. What's Dead Cells yeah. again? Dead Cells is the probably best 2D roguelike action platformer. I no, mean, it's like part of a franchise, and which one is it now? I can't remember. Oh, it was the, not the, a part the DLC of the was a Castlevania tie in. Castlevania, that's it. Yes. When I saw okay. the pictures of it, I'm like, oh, this is what Dead Cells is? Because I've only ever heard the name before, but it's it, like Castlevania. Right? It's, a, it's a natural tie in because it plays like a Castlevania, so being able to. There do were that already quite a few is... references to Castlevania in the game. Yeah. I've played all of Dead Cells and all of the DLCs before this, so I'm definitely gonna get this and dead cells is great it's probably not as good as um hollow knight but it's like <laughs> a close second in my book for roguelike okay. platform you, you get something guess, different from them yeah i was gonna say dead cells is more because everything is so randomly generated it's like a, it is a funner player experience but it's a lot less um story e and mm -hmm. that's the best part about Hollow Knight, so it is hard to compare them. Yeah, you get uh, randomly generated levels uh, in Dead Cells, and, like, your run is 45 minutes, like, front to back, but you have to try a lot to get there, but then Hollow Knight yeah. is, like, a consistent 40-hour adventure. Yeah, and Dead Cells, the combat feels really good, and all of the different weapons, like, radically change how you play which is really fun mm. whereas hollow knight the combat gets very samey but it's the it, it uh keeps things fresh by making the like settings more varied so anyway they're both great and i will play this and i really wish that fucking silk song had been in this goddamn yeah. nintendo direct already that would have been nice for that people. would be crazy if nintendo gets to announce silk song uh, Nintendo got to announce, uh, when Hollow Knight was coming out. Yeah, but, like, nobody cared about when Hollow Knight was coming out. Those guys hadn't made any <laughs> games before. Well, a lot of people are speculating that Silk Song's announcement will be in a Nintendo Direct as an homage to that. Hmm. Not this one, though. Not this yeah. one. Um, Not like this. Uh... What games are we most looking forward to? Me, definitely Tears of the Kingdom, although there was a very brief trailer for a new Professor Layton game, and I love those. No gameplay. Who cares about that? Because it's just a little logic puzzle game. But I was surprised it didn't give you any of the story about why that's its title or anything. But No, you, know. you I it all it needed to give you was the professor himself is back. You don't have to play as like a little <laughs> girl or Phoenix Wright or anything. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's kind of like, oh, I don't even remember now. The Professor and the Steam Clock or something ridiculous. The New World of Steam. There we go. <laughs> mm. I never played so, a single one of those games and I remembered the title. <laughs> uh, but, well, the thing is, if you play them all, you remember all these fragments of sentences about things he does. So Here's the ironic part. The game will not be available on Steam. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! What the hell? Maybe yeah. one day. Yeah, I doubt it. Uh, I'm most excited, as I've said before, about uh, Octopath Traveler 2, which mm. looks like a continuation of all the good stuff from Octopath Traveler and an improvement on all the bad stuff, which is all I ever want out of a sequel and almost never get. 
Yeah. It um, does look pretty good. I, the first game gave me anxiety because there's so many things to keep track of if you want to do them quote unquote right, but it was a very good game. Again, aside I have already pre-ordered it and I am raring to go. Nice. Uh, aside from Tears of the Kingdom, which I think is probably the single game I am looking forward to most, uh, maybe ever, mm-hmm. it, I it's got to be that uh, remake of the Wii Kirby game. <laughs> oh, I, really? The trailer came oh. up for like the new adventure part of it, and I was like, ooh, I wasn't excited for this game. But then I immediately went and did the like game voucher pre-order for it, because <laughs> mm-hmm. they... Uh, Oh, they were doing that uh that game voucher thing again where you get you pay a hundred yeah. bucks and you get two like vouchers that you can exchange for and ga- a game f- like a full price game from a list so I did uh tears of the kingdom and Kirby because tears of the kingdom is seventy dollars yeah I was looking at that special edition which I didn't look up the price for I'm sure it's ridiculous but it comes with a lot of extra nonsense yeah they didn't say anything about it being. Seventy dollars, but the pre-order on the eShop is seventy dollars. Yeah, wowzers! Uh, I'm surprised you're not more excited about Sea of Stars, Jeff. That seems like it would be up your alley. Yeah. I know how much you like um, uh, Chrono Trigger. That one oh yeah, my eye I, it looks very cool. I only vaguely remembered that uh, being there. <laughs> the thing is, RPGs don't excite me as much. Mm. I don't understand that, but that's yeah, fine. that's a bit tough for me as well. <laughs> I I mean it's. Like, it is weird, right? Because, gosh, I will play endless amounts of Pokemon, and that is the rpg RPG possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's your kind of RPG where the story doesn't matter and is barely there. Yeah, exactly. And it's mostly, uh, <laughs> it's mostly a game about managing spreadsheets in the form of little lizard men. Yeah. Um, I guess that's probably why I also like tactics games. <laughs> yeah. Fire Emblem? There's a new Fire Emblem. Yeah, I was going to say, I, should I play this new Fire Emblem? Are you going to play, Jeff? Fire Emblem Engage looks fun, but here's the thing. I was going through some of my handheld games, and I noticed uh, Fire Emblem Fates, which I finished mm. one of the three campaigns of. It's like, oh yeah, mm. I should go back and finish that. And right next to it, Fire Emblem Echoes, which I don't even know how little or much I played of it. And I thought, <laughs> oh, I should go back and finish that. And I also... Mm-hmm didn't finish three whatever three houses houses. i played like 120 hours of it or something but i didn't finish it yeah i did the same and i was like yo maybe i shouldn't because i didn't finish that other one and then i was like but i did enjoy over a hundred hours of it (laughs) yeah i should i'm trying to suck cost fallacy at all (laughs) i'm trying to more forgive myself for like eh, it's fine like I yeah. I am openly uh, hostile to the idea that games ha- have stories. So, like, completing the story <laughs> shouldn't be a priority for me. Yeah. Oh, I feel man. like this is the opposite of the sunk cost fallacy here, Louisa, where I'm like, you know, I could play and finish a game that's 20 hours long and enjoy it. Or I could enjoy over 100 hours of a game for the same price and not finish it. Like, that, why wouldn't I want to do that? Yeah. I guess so. I guess I, that's uh, reasonable. I, the, I just remembered the game I was actually most excited for, because I instantly went and played it for an hour right after the Nintendo Direct, and it's Tetris on the Game Boy on the Switch. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought you said you weren't going to talk about Game Boy games today. <laughs> uh, I said I wouldn't talk about my G- G- Game Boy Advance. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> in the direct they announced a bunch of um, classic Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Game Boy I forget how far they went. Was Game, it Boy Game Boy Advance there yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, they added a bunch of those games to the uh, Nintendo online system, which is exciting because I want to play uh, 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 Warrior Land games Uh-oh. again because those are super fun. <laughs> It's I a, never played Minish Cap, and I was like, is this the time? Probably not, right? I mean, no time's better. It's free for you with your online subscription. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's probably not looking. good. Uh, people like it, but it was developed by Capcom, so if you don't like Oracle of Ages and Seasons, you won't like Minish Cap. I never played those ones either. Oh, They're interesting. Uh, I got partway through one of them and was like, this is not as tightly designed as Link's Awakening, even though it looks like Link's Awakening. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing I want to play is Fantasy Life 2. I really like the first one. That kind of solved the oth- Octopath Traveler problem for me, which is there's a bunch of different jobs to do and a million different dungeons to visit and special equipment to find, but you're all one person. So you can like yeah. you can max out being a chef or whatever, and then become a soldier. Like you, you yourself only have to worry about one person doing these jobs, which I like a lot. I never played yeah, Fantasy Life. Fantasy Life was good. Yeah. Um, it feels like Fantasy Life somehow managed to like suck the soul out of Rune Factory and make <laughs> a good version of what like rune factory used to be a good series and now god knows what's going on there Hmm. and fantasy life is just all of the stuff that i liked from rune factory without any of the bad stuff like the weird naked people (laughs) (laughs) that does sound bad (laughs) i mean that's just any game that is too anime inspired will eventually have a part where it's like the leader of the local guild that you go to wears one band-aid over one of their nipples and that's it yeah that makes sense. It's so that you don't like chop it off with the the uh, the bowstring. Yeah, there you go. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know why it took me so long to think of the word bowstring. What's that string on your bow called? <laughs> yeah, what is yeah. that called? It was like the wire, the wire on a bow. <laughs> I just looked it up, and this fantasy life game is not called Fantasy Life Two. And yeah, I remember when I was watching the thing, being like, "What? Why?" It's called Fantasy Life I. Yeah. As if it's like gonna be a, a Apple product tie-in. The girl who <laughs> steals time is a really good subtitle, though. <laughs> That's true. I would play a game called The Girl Who Steals Time. Now you can. I think it's it, not really called that. <laughs> no, that's the subtitle. It's Fantasy Life I. The I girl know who that's the subtitle. Time. That's. Yeah, it's the subtitle. I see. You want it to be the super title. They should. They yes. should do it old uh, novel style where they call it Fantasy Life 2 or The Girl Who Steals Time. Yeah. <laughs> so then with that or, you you have the option to call it The Girl Who Steals Time. Fantasy mm. Life or The Modern Prometheus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you <laughs> oh could go God. with the really old novel title and be like Fantasy Life or The Girl Who Steals Time and then decides what to do with it afterwards because she is also a monster from outside of space. <laughs> Can you imagine the best thing to do to be an elitist is to only and exclusively refer to Frankenstein as the modern Prometheus? Oh, uh, I, I really yeah. love Mary Shelley's The Modern <laughs> that's, Prometheus. That's the new that's the new Frankenstein's monster thing. If someone's like, Oh yeah, well I really like in Monster Squad when Frankenstein is there and you mean like, oh you mean the modern Prometheus? <laughs> 
No, no, Frankenstein the Doctor is the modern Prometheus, not the monster. He's the fire. (laughs) No, he thinks fire is bad, Jeff. Yeah, that's the irony. Fire is bad. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, man. Good. Good work, everyone. Can we rewrite a Frankenstein now? (laughs) Yeah, that's been in the public domain for a long time. I think we've. I think if if this show has ever been about anything, it's about rewriting Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, it's about ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah, mm, uh, it really yeah, shouldn't so, be though. Yeah, so in the spirit of that, let's move on a little bit. And Matt, what did okay. you do this week? <clears throat> um, well, I have been acclimating to my new house, which is part of why we've been missing episodes lately, and I apologize. I think that period is over now. You've been being acclimating? Um, so you had, like, a turkey on your head, and you kept rumbling? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I did eat beans on toast, like, two two different dinners this past week. Wow, that is being acclimation if I've ever heard it. Yep. Uh, so in case anyone's wondering if I'm depressed, I guess I am. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even notice until I reviewed my bean history. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, that's a thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the things that I've noticed is because obviously when I moved out of my old place, I had to like clean everything and and make sure it was ready for the landlord to come in and steal money from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I now I'm in the new place, and I have realized there's some for some reason every shower that is not like a bathtub and shower, just the like stand-up shower kind Mm -hmm. has that little ledge built into it for bar soap i guess oh yeah Mm -hmm. but like even showers that have been built after any reasonable human stopped using bar soap in the shower what is up with that i feel like now they're all like longer skinnier ledges which are as skinny as the bar soap but with the bar soap ones you could put a bottle of liquid soap on it and like balance it on there and now with these new fancy ones you can't you can't even get it in there you guys not using bar soap no what you can't use bar soap on your body (laughs) you can you get a washcloth and you lather up and you use bar listen jeff's not fully clean unless he's zestfully clean yeah what are you what are you talking what you just like wipe that ooze on there with your bare hands you sickos no, use no, a wash puff. Use a puff thingy. Yeah, it's you get a much better lather from a bar of soap than you do with like a liquid soap. No, so you're just rubbing the bar on your body. No, directly. I'm lathering it in the washcloth. <laughs> this sounds wild to me. Doesn't your washcloth? Yeah. This is the constantly... normal way that people shower, guys. <laughs> because it's like cotton, and you use it, and you wring it out, and it like halfway dries between washes doesn't it get real mildewy no but i do change it out every once in a while i mean yeah but i feel like a wash puff it never smells like mildew whereas when i was a kid and i used a washcloth i feel like it always did even if i used the puff which i've used in the past i would still rub a bar of soap on it to get it all soapy and then clean myself with the puff you only have a limited number of minutes on this earth, and the liquid soap just goes right in there, and then you're ready to go. You don't need to put the elbow grease into lathering up your yeah, suds before you even start showering. It's so La- much less soapy and so much more expensive. Much less soapy. Like it, the soap is less soapy. You have to, I don't understand. You have to use more of it to get the same amount of like lather up. And I'm, I am, t- I'm talking about soap, soap, not like a 
Dove Cleansing Bar, which is legally distinct <laughs> from soap. That uh-huh. stuff sucks ass. Uh-huh. What but is like, your preferred soap? Bar soap dries your skin out so much. You get all scaly. No. <laughs> What's your preferred soap, Jeff? Uh, I honestly... Don't I, dox yourself, Jeff. This is a trap. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, it's, uh... One, People are gonna be able to smell you out. 37th Street. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I like the... I, I will go to the store and look for one that has the word soap on it, because, honestly, so many of Jeff. them don't. Actually, yeah. Louisa, can you come over here for a second? <laughs> yes. In this corner. Do we feel like about? we're recording this podcast with someone from 1935? <laughs> but, like... <laughs> A lot of them don't, because soap has a specific legal definition, and Dove doesn't make soap. Well, that's fine, but normally when I ask someone what kind of soap they use, they have an answer right away, because they know what kind. I try to yeah, seems I like a you're consistent just... smell profile. Yeah, it seems oh, like no. you're just buying I, whatever. I, well, it's not that I'm buying whatever, it's that recently I've been trying to, uh, like, find my, my ideal soap. Okay. Mm. Um, so you're between soaps at the moment. Yeah, I'm like at the tail end of some kind of uh, bar soap that I didn't particularly care for, and I have a couple more raring to go. Um, very sudsy, just didn't, I don't know, there was some, some weird, like, weird aftertaste, but for skin, what do you call it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were tasting this soap. No. <laughs> I, I don't know what how how to describe it. Just like the scent, it would when I would wash my face with it, it would make my face feel not unpleasant. Not even using but... a separate face wash, Jeff? No, I I um, it's soap is soap. Oh man, no, I you use need that salicylic things. acid to really yeah. dissolve all the grease off your face. Yeah, no. you don't. That grease, grease. that grease has to be there. God, Mm-mm. God, put it there for a reason, Jeff. You're really showing your privilege here because I know Louisa and I, who share a lot of genetics, have mm-hmm. the problem where if you go 25 hours without blasting the grease off your face, it starts to drip off of you like Pizza the Hut. <laughs> exactly. Uh, my my pillowcase will get greasy if I don't wash yeah. my face with a special uh, face soap. People are always like, "Wow, your face is so like youthful. You don't have any wrinkles or anything." I'm like, "Yes, because it's made of grease." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, I can't. Wrinkles won't set into it because it's too jelly like. <laughs> I know it's time to go hit my face with some uh, toner when my glasses won't stay on if I'm wearing glasses mm-hmm. that day because they're just slipping right off all that grease. Oh, <laughs> I always get a little line of grime on the bottom of the lenses of my glasses where it's scraped the grease off of my cheeks throughout the day. Yeah. Gross. It's very nice. When last weekend, Jen and I went away for her birthday and we got an Airbnb in Connecticut for a couple nights and Mm, they had hand soap in one of the bathrooms that was hyssop scented Mm -hmm. and it smelled so good. It was wild. And we were like, oh my God, we have to look up this soap when we get home. Mm -hmm. We looked it up. It was $40 a bottle. What? What the what hell is hyssop? In your Airbnb, you're putting a $40 bottle of hand soap? No. What's wrong with you? They refilled it with some other garbage. Maybe, but <laughs> whatever that garbage, that garbage was yeah. smelled incredible. 
Uh, Jeff Hyssop is a uh, it's a member of the mint family, but it's it's more citrusy. Hmm. It's a plant. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I don't know how, what what level of <laughs> I need to start at. Well, I, okay, yeah. Oh it's no, a, Matt's a, running his smart guy, dumb guy game on you. Yeah. It's a plant <laughs> related. Oh, who's the plant? Really, whoever in the audience <laughs> is agreeing to that. Matt's the smart yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really got me on that one. This is so complicated. <laughs> oh, anyway, I'm, oh no, I'm the yeah. dumb one. <laughs> Hyssop smells really good and also tastes pretty good, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like a nice, subtle smell and taste, and so the problem I have with a lot of hand soaps is that then the rest of the day you're like, what the fuck smells like oranges? Yeah. Oh, it's it's everything from the elbow down. Yeah. Because you, 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 you always wash hand your hands soap? like a surgeon. Mm-hmm. Mm, spread some on toast. What did you say, I said you eat in that hand soap. Mm-hmm. Of course. Now that you have... No, I- I only eat bar soap. I have to scrape it off with my teeth. No, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's the same. Like I think we talked about it on the show when you go to the freezer section and you're like, I would like a nice ice cream, and then you Ooh. look at the ice creams and you're like, you look for the one that says ice cream on it in like 1930s font. Literally, you're gonna check yes. or... because you're gonna see Dove bars in both places, Jeff. Don't get checked. Every. <laughs> Every brand now, nearly oh, all of them are Thank you, I was hoping dessert. somebody would get it. Oh, right, yeah, Dove is also ice cream. Damn it, good joke. Sorry. I walked all over That's it. fine. They're all frozen no, dairy fine. dessert now. Yeah, because they don't have enough milk fat to be legally considered ice cream. Mm, that's why you gotta make your own ice cream. Mm, we do, so, we all do. Maybe I should make ice cream bars. I wonder how hard that is. Ice cream sandwiches would be pretty easy. Gotta put them really far back in the freezer so that they're hard enough. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if I if I just poured my mixture into a tray and then froze it up and then cut it into squares, I bet that would work. And then covered them in chocolate or whatever. I agree. Maybe you should do this. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I will. What were we talking about? Anyway, you're supposed to be asking Jeff what he did. or, or No, I'm asking Jeff. It's me. I forgot I was the one that started. This topic was so ice cream boring bars? that I assumed that it was Louisa's topic. <laughs> yeah, no, I was all about Nintendo games. I didn't even Zing. say everything I yeah. could have. This episode is so topsy-turvy. Louisa talked about video games and I talked about <laughs> household goods. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what if, we can just skip me. Plant it. Yes, I will. Uh, I definitely want to, because I've also heard that hyssop, like, if you steep it in simple syrup, it makes an amazing cocktail ingredient. Mm, sounds good. It does sound good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yes. Jeff, are we skipping you, or do you want to talk about something? Uh, I was mostly, like, I don't know, depressed, looking at spreadsheets. Well, I guess I played a game... You uh, love looking at spreadsheets, though. Yeah, that that's, should cheer you up. But it, it's, you know, I like it, and it drives me insane. Oh, okay. uh, it's sort of like my worship of uh, Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Have you guys heard of this guy? Yeah, you heard, you, you heard about this? <laughs> Do you see any evidence of him when you were up in Connecticut, Matt? Uh, you know, uh, the walls were weeping some kind of liquid, but I didn't really look into it. <laughs> Actually, I will say, the Airbnb we stayed at in Connecticut, which was lovely, they were like refinishing the attic, but... I was when we were communicating ahead of time. I was like, "Oh, you know, my wife and I are very interested in old uh, architecture," and they're like, "Oh, yeah, you can go up into the attic if you don't mind 
stepping over some equipment or whatever. So we went up there, and it's it was still the way it had been in 1919. And there were these extremely haunted rabbit paintings all over the ceiling. No! What? (laughs) Oh, it was so good. (laughs) Was it Um, a nursery at some point or something? I don't know, because it was so cold up there. Oh, man. Uh, and there was a water stain on the wall that looked exactly like a woman's face. I'm not even exaggerating. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's incredible. It was like a scene from a horror movie, but like before it gets scary when it's just unsettling. Uh, luckily, you got out at that point. You didn't end up being in a horror movie. No, it was great. It was it was exactly what we wanted out of an Airbnb. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> You were oh, talking I was, about something, and you mentioned Cthulhu for some reason. Yeah, I, yes. I was play. I I dipped back into a game that I had enjoyed uh, for a bit called Supra Land. Oh um, yes, which I discovered is a much longer game than I thought it was. I thought I was near the end of it. I was not near the end of it. Um, is it a first person shooter or a platformer? It is a first person Metroidvania. What oh, is this game? Interesting. Um, it is called Supra Land. Hmm. Um. It was made by one guy using a lot of, like, default art assets, um, which makes it sound like it sucks ass, um, (laughs) but it's, like, one of those real labors of love. um, Because it's styled like a Metroidvania, there's a lot of puzzles, and you solve the puzzles primarily by using your small but... uh, wildly diverse set of powers that you collect slowly over the course of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are powers that I haven't really seen in games before uh, that are like, yeah, if you're going to do a 3D Metroidvania and try not to do any of the powers that you would have in a 2D one, these would be the ones you'd do. Um, mm. You're like, you start out, you just have like a sword and jumping. Um, and then you eventually... Just like in real life. Yep, just like in real life, how we're all given a sword and the ability to jump at birth. Uh, unless you chose a Khajiit, in which case you can dash attack. Um, you eventually, one of your mate, one of your, like, first abilities you get is you can make a, uh, purple cube that you could stand on. Oh, a purple cube, you say? Yep, you can summon it anywhere, uh, like, within your range of vision or whatever, so you can, like, use it to push down an inaccessible button, or you can shoot it right under yourself to lift yourself up so that you can then jump to a higher ledge. Um, What if you're looking at a picture of a place? Can you summon the cube to that place? I don't know. I haven't seen anything like that yet, but presumably (laughs) something like that could happen. I always thought that was such bullshit when, like, the X-Men or whatever, one of them had a power. It's like, if you're looking there, you can teleport there, and it's like, after ten years of iteration it's like yeah if you've ever seen a video of the thing you can teleport there cool yeah <clears throat> yeah uh sorry i thought that would be a better topic of conversation <laughs> no i, well, I that's a D rule too isn't it yeah for some powers i like yeah line of sight yeah i like the um i liked an x-men 2 when nightcrawler was like i mean i can teleport places i can't see but like I don't want to, because I can't see where I'm going. But then, like, that comes around at the end of the movie, and he, like, has to. That's pretty good. Uh, Anyway, Superland rocks. Um, I just downloaded it. I I had it from Humble Bundle a million years ago, but I never played it. Yeah. um, I recently bought the, like, 
semi-sequel standalone expansion, uh, Superland Six Inches Under. The, like, premise of it is you're in a little sandbox. You're, like, toys in a sandbox. So everything Ooh. is made out of, uh, like, normal-sized stuff, but it's, like, enormous. So... Yeah, uh, kind of insurmountable tower. Uh, it's actually, if you look at it, it's just like a wrench. <laughs> um, mm. And I don't know. It's just it's fun to navigate. It's like the exact cross between. It almost feels like somebody did a portal mod to make it a more robust <laughs> adventure with multiple less interesting mechanics, but uh, they interact in fun ways. Um, mm. The developer, it was, like, so wildly successful, the developer was able to hire a team that is working on building a, like, bespoke engine for Supra World, the next entry in the series. Nice. Um, but... That sounds good. I I feel like, I feel like those games that are sort of cobbled together, uh, often feel it if they're, like, built in an engine that's not really for that thing, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 uh... It's a little clunky, um, mm-hmm. like, in the way that anything made inexpertly is clunky, but then it right. also, like, it embraces that. So, like, you're never clipping through the geometry or anything, but any time you think you've one-upped the developer and gotten to somewhere that you're not supposed to get to, there is a little reward waiting for you there. I love that. Uh, And, like, even more explicitly, sometimes it'll, like, come up with a pop-up on the screen that says, Secret Area Found. Like, love that type of thing. So, like, he kind of used his his inexpertise and um, lack of kind of refinement capabilities to make the game better, which you don't often see with uh, a thing like that. So... Anyway, Superland, very good. It's available on PC and Switch and Xbox. So catch the wave. Catch right. the wave. Uh, what's our what's the show that we so do? So the show is an hour of us talking about our lives and then ten minutes of us uh, going to the WikiHow suggested articles page, mm-hmm. putting in a random word, and then uh, seeing a list of article suggestions about that word, and then giving people advice on how to do those things. Nice. So... Uh, today's word is permission. Hooray! Yep. Um, a lot of this is now related to computer stuff, which I feel like a lot of WikiHow has, is yeah. just computer stuff, which is weird. Yeah, people well, that's what people have the questions stuff. about. Yeah, exactly, right? But you're on a computer to get to WikiHow, so you know how to do that much, at least. Yeah. You know and then you know that much, but not enough to just Google it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, very good. I think it's gotten much more harrowing to Google things lately. Mm. Like, like I was, I wanted to find some kind of uh, front end that I could hook into, like the Google API. You could just say boobs, Jeff. You don't have to say front end. <laughs> it's creepy. It's creepier that way. Yeah, I hate it. Uh, I was looking for. I was looking for some kind of boobs. <laughs> Do you have anything in that, Google? <laughs> Dear Internet, I'm looking for boobs. Can you help? <sighs> this is why you need to ask Jeeves for a human, mm-hmm. making a human face on it. What? You asked Jeeves to make a so human face? So you can see Jeeves' boobs? <laughs> no, 
No, you need a human face on the search engine that you're oh, asking I about see. boobs. So that you can be embarrassed you, to ask him for it. Yeah, that's you part of it for you. boobs on that search engine. <laughs> Is that what the O's in Google are supposed to be? Yep. No, you got it. Where's that Google doodle, you cowards? <laughs> to celebrate International Porn Day. <laughs> <laughs> Is there one? There must it's be. not international. Each country celebrates their oh, own. Okay. Mm, that makes sense. Um, a lot of countries have a much richer tradition of porn than we do. Actually, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you could, it's just true. It's that's like what I said make, as a joke was just true. It's impossible to make jokes about how uh, culturally bereft the United States is, because we yeah. are. <laughs> yes, it's true. Um, <clears throat> what the hell was I saying? Oh, it's... <laughs> I, was, I was looking for... I wanted some piece of software that would pull information from a google sheets spreadsheet and like mm-hmm. let me navigate the data in a way easier than like sorting and filtering on google sheets mm-hmm. and the first like two pages of google results were all like pay 15 dollars a month for access to this data visualizer that is not designed for what you need it for you nerd oh, man like, uh, uh, advertising yeah. ruined Google. <laughs> you need to put that shit into a SQL database and then you can power BI it all over the place. Man, do I have to learn how to do that just to keep track of which students have which Chromebooks? Maybe. I might. <laughs> SQL is actually very straightforward. If you know how to do Visual Basic, you can probably pick up SQL in a couple days. Good news. I don't know how to do Visual Basic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually, I, I think I did take a class on either basic or C in college, and I didn't remember I did that until I looked in, like, an old hard drive and saw a text file that was, like, homework for that class. Ooh. Oh, man, the 20s, my, my 20s were a real blur. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you were just in a chair and then Lawrence Fishburne shoved a needle into your brain and put your C++ programming in there. Yeah. And uh, I said, "Whoa, yeah. I, I know." Why didn't they just? Uh, I know HTML. <laughs> Instead of teaching him um, kung fu, why didn't they just teach him how to beat the machines? They did you know? by teaching him kung fu. Like, no, but they should have taught him pro- hacking. He was already he was already a hacker. You can only beat these oh, machines true. with kung fu. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> which true. is way better. Uh, there's an overarching theme on this page, which is. How do I, like, bypass all the thinking about giving someone permission and just do it? Because I don't want to yeah. have to think about it. But the point about permissions is these are serious things that you do need to think about who you're giving permission to. Like, taking care of your baby or writing a permission slip for a field trip. Yeah. Or, or all these computer things, password permissions. Like, I know you don't want to think about it, but you you need to, actually. I do think computer permissions is an interesting topic because the people who know about it really care about it and the people who don't know about it probably don't need to care about it. You don't they're not putting important enough stuff on their computer to give a shit. You say that, but then they're like, well, I don't want to have uh, uh, passwords on my computer because I hate passwords, and then all their information gets stolen. Yeah, but who cares? Their information <laughs> sucks because they don't know anything. Uh, if you, I mean... If you want to not have passwords, there are ways to make that happen and be secure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's a lot of work, and these people don't want to do any yeah. work. You gotta have like a... I'll tell you what's some... Sorry. You, you just gotta have a secure key on a USB stick, and you have to plug it in every time you would enter a password. 
Uh, I'll tell you what's some bullshit is everything now that uses two-factor authentication and sends, like, a text message to your phone. The last, like, 70 text messages I've gotten on my phone were all, <laughs> oh, you wanted to log into your Bank of America account. Here you go. Like, mm-hmm. uh, is this really where we have to be security-wise? Yeah. You don't, use a, you don't use the app for it? You you have to get the you can't log into the app without getting a text. Message. No, I mean the authenticator app. Yeah, I have an authenticator app instead of text message for two FA. I have. I mean, for a lot of sites, you have to use both, like Bank of America. What? Yeah, I've noticed yep. a lot of uh, sites now, like PayPal, for instance. I guess they are sick of doing security breaches and losing a bunch of money and having people be mad at them. So they just make you sign in from scratch every single time, even if you only opened the app five minutes ago and then remembered you had to do something else, and it fucking stinks. Yep. Yeah. Modern. Uh, The real problem is hackers, am I right, you guys? Yeah. The movie hackers, I agree. Mm -hmm. It's a big problem. (laughs) I've never seen it. Oh, really? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a joke for our longtime listeners. But not Jeff, apparently. (laughs) But not Jeff. Yeah, no, I was playing into it. Oh, okay. Jeff was hacking into the bit. Yeah, I know that we watched the movie Hackers for this show. (laughs) I'm not that spacey. I'm not that empty-headed. Kevin Spacey. Oh, no. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to mention Kevin Spacey. Please replace me with Christopher Plummer. (laughs) Yes. Much better. Any yeah. Christopher just about would be good, except for Pratt, I guess. Is he a Christopher? He might just be a Chris. We don't know. Oh, that's true. Oh, he might be a Christian. Mm, oh, right? Christian oh. Pratt. I mean, he yeah, he is, is. Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's, um, who's the, the best Chris, Chris, the one from Pine. Star Trek? Pine. Pine, yes, that's the one. Um, Not Evans. Evans seems pretty good. He's alright. He's fine, but he's too mainstream. I like Chris yeah. Pine because he's like just a dipshit chris, i don't yeah. know he's always very funny in things chris yeah. pine is like i'm always charmed to see him like even in mm. wonder woman 2 a movie that sucked and in which his oh role my god was, that movie sucked. his role was uh morally reprehensible he's still yes. charming mm-hmm. oh my god um so are you gonna you watch know. that D movie with him yeah absolutely yes. largely <laughs> because he's the lead actor in it i'm Agreed. like yeah of course same exact yes, i trust exactly that. the same opinion <laughs> All right. Although I didn't see any of his very sad movies that he was the lead in. Oh yeah, he was a he's always in a movie where it's like, guy, right? in this one, Chris Pine has his leg cut off in World War One or whatever, and I'm like, right. he's probably going to be charming, but I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Which which of the Wayneses was in the first D and D movie? Damon. What? Was it Damon or Marlon? There was a. Oh, first it might have been Marlon. Movie? Yeah, there was a D&D movie, like, ten years ago. That oh, no, was it was bad. 2000. 20, 20 years ago? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it had one of the one of the Wayans brothers in it, I think huh. Marlon. As, as a bumbling thief. Yeah. Okay. Uh, God, why can't I remember? Dungeons and Dragons, he played Snails. Uh, wow. Wow, Marlon Wayans had a hell of a 2000. He was in Requiem for a Dream, Scary Movie, and Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Oh, Requiem for a Dream is a very good movie. Right? That's what's weird about that. <laughs> like, a very good movie, a beloved at the time and probably long legacy comedy, and an infamously terrible movie. 
Yeah. That's like, that's a year, right? He's very good in one of those. He was probably good in Requiem for a Dream. That movie's good. Yeah, he was. He was really good in Requiem for a Dream. He's probably good in Scary Movie. I don't want to revisit that movie because I'm worried about what it might contain. Oh, it's definitely not good. And (laughs) there's no way he's good in it. Because I don't think that that's what... It, that movie is going for you know what i mean i mean he's i i thought the waynes brothers were funny in the 90s yeah, yeah. i mean funny i guess I, funny and good i wasn't thinking of those as being synonymous but in a comedy fair enough oh man jeremy irons was in the D movie tom yeah, baker yeah. thora birch this is crazy this cast is stacked. Who was in the tom hanks D movie uh monsters and mazes tom hanks primarily yeah. Yeah, was there other famouses? I don't think so. I think it was a made-for-TV movie, wasn't it? Mazes and Monsters. Really? No. Yep, made-for-TV 1982 film. It is Tom Hanks' first lead acting role. Yeah. Before Bachelor Party? Yeah, 1982, for sure. Um, Wow. I guess before Bosom Buddies. You think Tom Hanks plays D&D nowadays? No. I wonder. Probably not. He doesn't typewriters. Cool. He seems too normal. He owes so much to Dungeons and Dragons, though we've just learned. Yeah. I mean, when you tell me that like Joe Manganiello or Vin Diesel plays D and D, I'm like, yeah, those guys are muscle bound meatheads uh, because they're nerds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's it takes a specific type of person to get into like acting and comedy and going to the gym that it makes perfect sense to me that they also play D D. Yeah. Uh if if recent controversies in the D D space have taught me anything, it's that everyone plays D D. Everyone under the age of like fifty plays D D. And everyone oh. over the age of fifty also plays D D. <laughs> I don't know that that's true. I it's but so I crazy the only... that they would be like, yeah, remember that irrevocable license that we said we would never revoke? We're yeah. revoking it. <laughs> what? What are yes, you talking that is about? Crazy. You can't yeah. like legally you can't do that. I mean they legally could do it because they have lawyers, but it was it's bad for everyone. I do think it's funny that some of the discourse is people saying, like, okay, yeah, they're not revoking it because we all spoke out. It was good that we did that, but I still don't trust them now. And then other people are like, no, guys, come on, you have to trust them again or they won't uh, keep making stuff for no. us. It's like, Here's you the, have to be friends with companies. Yeah. It doesn't matter at all, also, because it's, like already decided law settled law that you cannot copyright the rules to a game yeah so like if they don't release the open rules someone else will because you can't copyright the rules to a game full stop yeah it is good that people are getting into more other types of games from this though yeah that's true. i do love the fact that wizards of the coast and hasbro are like hasbro more like has been Got them. Freaking got them. We own own one of the most popular intellectual properties in the world right now. And it's like, not only is it popular, it's skyrocketing in popularity, and we cannot make money off of it. Mm -hmm. Like, no matter what we do, we will lose money on owning this forever. And every time we try, it just makes us look even worse. What's crazy is... They're not even. They're making more money on D and D than they ever have. But yeah, but it's still not more money than it costs them to make D and D. It's just like like 
they don't just Hasbro doesn't just want them to make money on D and D. They want them to have a mm-hmm. they want to have a monopoly over D and D. Yeah, they do. And so, like making because making they money know is all about enough. monopoly. Am I right, everyone? Yes, I think that's a Parker Brothers. It's not. It's a, it's a Hasbro. <laughs> property oh that's fun that also ties into part of the reason i know you can't copyright the rules to a game is all of those knockoff monopolies like beeropoly <laughs> boardwalkopoly yeah. yeah yep uh but the thing is about D, they do have the ability to copyright some of their original creations like yes. the beholder i believe they own like that creature what, what are we, we talking, talking about, about? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, technical difficulties are funny. Yeah. Um, I'm saying D&D does have some copyrighted creatures and things. Yes. And the thing is, when people talk about D&D, they talk about, like, Mage Hand or the Beholder. So they do have some ways to, like, squeeze money out of people still. That stuff is all all ends up not going into the uh, OGL, like, document. Um, They remove anything branded, like... They'll rename spells that have like Morden Kanan or Tasha in the name to be right. generic. Um, mm-hmm. But like, even with that, they're like, no, also now we don't want to let you do that either. Like, okay, cool. Someone else will just do it then. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, the um, like Hasbro quarterly profits report or whatever that came out last month. Uh, the only area of their business that is making money is Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Every other sense. product they own loses money, but the company is still making profits just off of Magic the Gathering. Weird. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> no one likes board games anymore. That's not true. Everyone loves board games, but not the <laughs> kind Hasbro makes. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants these uh, boring board games they've played all their life when a hundred new board games come out every month. It's wild that Hasbro hasn't caught on to that and been like, we are going to have our own, like, indie store where we mm-hmm. we boost indie board games. Because people who make indie board games would love that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I, um, I don't know. If I was Hasbro, I would probably, uh do a better job making, like, digital versions of the extremely popular classic games and do a, yeah. a like, kind of let Wizards of the Coast do whatever they want, and, like, that would, I think, be better than trying to micromanage a business model that you don't understand. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that the reason that Magic the Gathering has switched to releasing six sets a year instead of two is because Hasbro's been like, we need you to keep making more and more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hasbro, you, you gotta cut it out, man. This is the only thing making you money, and you're gonna ruin it. It's just not sustainable. Yeah. Although I will say the new Magic the Gathering set came out last week and it kicks ass. Oh, yeah. Is the... that steampunk one you were waiting for? This is the, um, uh, it's called All Will Be One, and it's the Phyrexians, the Borg of this universe, yeah. uh, have succeeded in escaping their plane and are now taking over the entire universe, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Pretty good. I read, yeah. I read all the lore, which no one ever does. I might be the, literally the only person on Earth who read all the lore, um, but all of the heroes of magic have now died and become robots, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that does sound fun. Yeah, fucking kicks ass. When somebody plays a Johnny, that giant white 
lion man who is like one of the main faces of magic and then you play his completed form oh it's so good (laughs) i thought you were saying the sentence when someone plays a card named johnny (laughs) when you said a johnny yeah no uh but also i love that jace the the jace belerin the mind something yes my freak i mean the mind he's got a million Every time they publish a card of his, they have to give him a new title so that it, you can so play it. It's a new card. So yeah, yeah. He's like Jace the Mirror Mage, Jace the Mind Sculptor, like all these different things. Um, the new one is Jace the Perfected Mind because he's been turned into a robot man, and it's just uh, the galaxy brain meme. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But he <laughs> sucks ass. Oh I love it because he's always been the 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 planeswalker that the shittiest people who play magic play because he's all like counter spells and milling out your deck and all of that stuff instead of actually playing the game and now he sucks he's so bad yeah and that's real salty about blue decks <clears throat> blue decks are the worst See? no one likes to play against blue decks at all mm. oh blue man decks are like Every other deck is like, hey, me and a friend, we're going to have a fun game. Blue decks are like, I'm the only one allowed to have fun. You can't. I didn't know that completed in this sense was spelled C-O-M-P-L-E-A-T-E-D. And now I want to get into this set of Magic the Gathering. (laughs) Because I love when fantasy stuff spells words slightly wrong. (laughs) Or in an old-timey way. Uh, Yeah, it's so good. Anyway, I that's my uh, court mandated talking about the new Magic: The Gathering set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I should have done instead of talking about showers <laughs> earlier. But <laughs> that's I'm glad that you did get it in there though too, because I I did have your parole officer on mm. speed dial to tattle <laughs> on you for not meeting your court mandate. Thank you. I appreciate you uh, keeping me in line, calling uh, me on my bullshit. Did we talk about that last week about how? When people say that their partner calls them on their bullshit, that that sounds like a bad relationship to me. Yes, you definitely did talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Uh, We don't have to talk about permissions anymore. Do we have permissions to end the show? Uh, (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I guess. We don't have permission to use a song, like it says here, like we always do at the end of the episode. We don't do it at the end of the episode anymore. No. I... Uh, I've noticed people who make um, YouTube content, uh, not like famous people, just people I know, they've been getting hit a lot with uh, this year, video's been demonetized for using a song that you don't have permission to use, then they do have permission to use, and it's a free song that says, like, no permissions needed. Yeah. So, uh, the world's kind of a hellhole, huh? I think Mm -hmm. it's just a lot of tech companies have been cutting resources so they don't have people to review complaints anymore so that they just are like if anyone complains about anything just shut it down yeah Yeah. it's you know the algorithm uh can decide we don't have to have a person review it it just looks at the notes a sharp that's a copyrighted song Mm -hmm. yeah a sharp you can't copyright the you can't copyright the rules to a game, but you can copyright a note. Yeah, yes. the note A sharp specifically. No other one, weirdly. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice and please tell your friends about the show so we can continue to grow. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod, although hopefully no one is using Twitter anymore, right? Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Uh, I mean, um, even if they wanted to, it would be very difficult because the site keeps breaking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty wild. Pretty wild that we all want to believe that, like, the dumb drama of billionaires doesn't really affect anything, but it's wild how quickly Twitter went downhill after... Uh, that one guy bought it. One time last week, uh, you couldn't tweet unless you scheduled it for to post in the future. So everyone had to I schedule their tweets for one minute in the future to post at all. <laughs> it's like a dentist's Horrible. appointment, but for bad opinions. Yeah, it was crazy. I've been going to the dentist a lot lately because of, you know, getting things repaired that I ignored for many years. Like your teeth? And... Yeah, okay, mainly that makes my sense. teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I always book my uh, dentist appointments for two thirty, and they always have slots <laughs> available. And I just feel like everyone else on Earth is really dropping the ball. <laughs> Do they ever notice? No, they've never once said anything about it. They'll be like, "Hey, can you come in at 3? And I was like, "Could we do two thirty instead?" And they're like, "Yeah, that's fine." <laughs> I love that you're committed to this bit. That no. Oh my god! It's I have to find some way to enjoy going to the dentist. Yeah. I bet you there's somebody listening to this who still uh, doesn't understand. <laughs> Is it Jeff? Could it be Jeff? It might be Jeff. About what? <laughs> the problem with Jeff's, like, leaning into the bit is that I never know for sure. And you never will. It's true. Oh, very good. Anyway, um, if you want to get in touch with us, yeah, I already said that part. If you want to join our Discord to talk to us directly, which is probably the easiest way to actually talk to us, uh, you just have to message us on Mastodon and we'll send you an invite. Uh, I'm at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online if you want to find me there. Uh, I'm, you can't get me online. I'll fight you if you try. Uh, WeaponizedLanguage.com for other podcasts. This is Jeff's offer to fight anyone listening. I will fight anyone listening and lose. (laughs) <laughs> that's just promise i'm, I'm uh, just can, trying to be realistic you can talk to me online at luisa at mastodon.xyz all right everyone thanks for coming out please come back next week but in the meantime don't forget that everything i've said is correct i don't know if other people are into it i'm the best around No, Jeff, we don't have the uh, copyright. Oh, no, you say it so pitch perfectly, we're going to get demonetized. Mm, We don't have permission, but we can ask forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You have to beg forgiveness, which seems like an escalation. Who's forgiveness Mm. and what am I begging them for? Mm. Pretty good. I'm good, actually. (laughs) I like that attitude. Yeah, Yeah, you're all wrong and I'm great. (laughs) 